This is Julie. This is Jenna. And, and we, we are, are the, the JJ, JJ Twins. Twins. We're actually just sisters. So it's just a nickname. <laughs> never gets old. It never gets old every damn time. I swear. I'm like, I, one day I wonder it's, when it it's will. It's electric every time. All right. Lights out. Lights <laughs> out. Okay. Finish up. Okay. Everyone, um, happy Monday. That's welcome. Yes. Welcome. Happy Monday. Reminder, we'll be dropping every Monday. Catch it. We're dropping. Okay. So I'll get us started. We have a special guest with us today. Jenna, break it down. We have Clay Harbor joining us today. Very exciting. Clay is a former American football tight end, current TV personality. Whoop, 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 whoop. So off of Wikipedia, huh? (laughs) We have a little bit more for you, but (laughs) why don't you give us the breakdown for, we have like a bunch of cheesy stuff, but you can tell us, tell us about yourself, Clay. Yeah. I mean, you got it, you know, nailed down pretty much. <laughs> played, uh, I played NFL football for nine years. With the uh, Eagles, shout out, right? Eagles and Jaguars. Mm-hmm. And then I uh, I went on reality television for a little bit. The, Bachelor, the Bachelor Nation. Bachelor. In paradise. And um, I went to Missouri for college, Missouri State. Let's go Bears, Bear Up. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, from a really small town in Illinois. And uh, that's pretty much my life story. All right, we'll get into it. Um, okay, Jen, you've got the first question. Oh, I do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, just we go right into the hard stuff. You ready, Clay? Because we're about to hit you hard with it. Yeah, we're going to hit you with it. Okay. No tax breaks here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, Clay, what was better, being on The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah. We're kind of dying to know. And we love Bachelor in Paradise. So please just Big elaborate fans. everything on how Bachelor in Paradise Big was. Big fans. Well, I didn't spend much time <laughs> with The Bachelor. When I was on The Bachelor, I actually got hurt playing football. I know it's pretty embarrassing being an NFL football player. <laughs> I got hurt playing with three male models, a uh, <laughs> man, and um, and a influencer, you know? And I'm like, dude, I'm supposed to know what I'm doing here. And yet I'm just, I, I got hurt playing against these, these random dudes. But to answer your question, my time was cut short. But I think Paradise was, for me, it was a little hectic. But I think it was fun. I mean, you're on the beach. It's warm. You got some cool sunsets. Um, the food was good. The only thing is it's hot. There's no air conditioning. You don't get to yeah. sleep with air conditioning. You're just always hot and sweaty. You know, sleeping when you're sweating and hot and humid. Oh, it sucks. I lived in a... Yeah. No, I lived in an apartment with no AC and it totally was brutal. It's like... I lived But I heard the Boom Boom Room has AC. Ooh. Damn, who's giving you our secrets? (laughs) (laughs) We might have done a little research. I don't know. I don't know. Literally, yeah, the Boom Boom Room has AC. <laughs> They're smart about something. Not that I know. <laughs> Do they have limits on, like, what happens when multiple people want the Boom Boom Room? Yeah, you got to schedule that prior. Come for a serve, gets the best Boom Boom Room. Man. Do, so do people, like, hit it at, like, 2 p.m. to claim it? People leave early to claim it. Um, you know, it's Dylan, Hannah, uh, Chris and Katie in my season, and then uh, me and Nicole, and... Um, it was it was always a fight to see if we could get the, the air conditioning. There's only like one air conditioning room and then the other two were not like boom boom rooms. Yeah. Or there was two with air 
one was better, one kind of sucked, but it's still a little bit of air. And then the third one was unlivable. You know, <laughs> back to your own little room because you're not sleeping together, especially with no air conditioning. Yeah. Would you ever like strategize and be like, oh, hey, like I know we might not like hanky panky, but we both want the AC. Like, is that a thing that happens? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, That's Jenna, let's just fake smart. it out for tonight. Let's get the That's AC. That's actually smart. <laughs> Absolutely. That, I think that was my <laughs> pickup line when I uh, asked uh, my. <laughs> And girlfriend-ish, whatever you want to call it on Paradise. Um, like, hey, would you be up for some air conditioning tonight? Yeah. And that's, that's, my line. that's the play. I would for sure go about it that way. And it's hard to say yeah. no to that because if that's someone smooth. says no, that's like, are you yeah. crazy? Reassess things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, how do you feel about some air conditioning tonight? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like not sweating my butt off. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of um, Bachelor, do you have a type? I don't honestly. It's, uh, it's I know my my friends. Uh, <clears throat> Would your friends say you have a type? I, I I honestly I don't. The um, the last two girls I've dated, um, literally very op- very opposite of each other. Um, so the last girl I actually dated was my height. I'm six foot four. She was actually six three. Michigan State oh, wow. player, uh, graduate obviously, not yeah. still in college. <laughs> You're that clay guy. He's dating college girls, you know. (laughs) And then uh, the one, the most recent one was um, five foot two. um, What? what? Yeah, Jenna's Jenna's a short queen. I'm five two. (laughs) A little bit of a difference there, man. It was uh, you go from like somebody looking in my eyes. I don't even see guys aren't even usually you know as tall as me. You know, being this being this tall, and then um. Went from five from six three to five two. So you gotta know how to climb. I'm just speak (laughs) speaking from experience. Yeah, honestly, I think every nationality is beautiful. It's I mean, there's no type. It's all just like personality, do you vibe? You know, that's that's how it is for me. Absolutely, totally all about the vibes. Yeah, stuff in common. Like, can you can you hold a conversation? Are you motivated? Educated? Yeah. that you know i want to be able to you know i'm educated i like continuing my education i like reading i like mm-hmm. dating someone i want to have a book club let's read a book together and talk oh, about yeah. it you know, oh my gosh we're about that. to start that a book yeah, club yeah are. what kind of any good recommendations what are you reading right now maybe we should add dudes to our book club we yeah i thought about it yeah you want to join our book club we'll zoom you in <laughs> well, I'd, honestly i'd love to be in a book club with you guys it'd be fun <laughs> I'm a nerd. I, I read like self-improvement stuff. I've been on a big habit and routine kick. So yeah. I just finished uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Um, this week, last week, I finished Atomic Habits and I'm reading right now. Reading oh, I want to read Atomic Habits. Is that one good? Would you recommend Atomic Habits is great. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People is a tough read because it was it was written in 1988. So it's like so old. Yeah. That means some of the stuff is still relevant today, but it's like an old school book. You got some good stuff in there. But I'm like, dude, like this stuff, like it's like the eighties, you know, yeah. this, this guy was talking about the eighties. Like, the work culture was totally different then too. So, so different. So yeah. you didn't have cell phones, you know? Yeah. Like, come on. Do, how know? do you but, feel about Brene? Oh, how do you feel about Brene Brown? Yeah. Oh, Brene Brown. She's, um, she's in my industry. So I do, uh, what I've recently started doing is, is, is motivational keynote speaking. That's mm-hmm. why you've done a lot of habits, routines and, um, stuff like that. And Brene Brown is great. You know, she coming up talking about shame and mm-hmm. really uh, speaking on that and then implementing all these different facets to shame, really creating this whole brand. And now she's 
one of the highest paid key, paid keynote speakers in um in the country and she really speaks about some really good stuff and she's helped a ton of people and i think that's yeah. awesome i think that's what it's all about is really using your story your your lens everybody mm -hmm. has a lens that you see the world out of because we've all experienced so many different things in different ways from different places and uh, i think she's done a great job I'm sure this uh, podcast is going a little bit differently than you guys probably expected at this point. No, <laughs> no, no. no, no actually, fine. we have that on there. We're happy to talk about yes. it. Just, we had a segue different. No, this and is what we, we definitely love want to talk Brown, about. So, yeah, we I'm love, sorry. yeah, our mom's really <laughs> into the like self-help, get better, no shame, you know. I feel like 2022. We grew up in a household full of like that kind of yes, stuff. So like, it was never, we just soak it up. It was never like what are you going to do this summer? It was always like, this is the summer of transformation. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was how are like you transforming? <laughs> how are you doing this? How are you doing that? And like, now I feel like we're really into like self elevation right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You need to figure we, out what how was to be our latest. Yeah. So our mom, we always did like a thing like summer of transformation was I my told, favorite summer. No, like I told <laughs> mom this the other day, I made a Snapchat of it. I was like, this year we are going to shed shift and rise. I, I just, love it. I love it. I just I love, love that. It. I was I just love like, that. this is us. And mom's like, 100%. And we're doing <laughs> mom's it. like, let's write down our goals. We always turn it into like an abbreviation. So we'll be yeah. like, what are you SSRing? Goals are huge. People are so cliche, but they're huge. You write them down. And then just like your little like shed, shift, and rise. Like having that is just something easy and quick. It's like, you know, it's like your mission statement. It's like mm -hmm. you always know where you're going. Yes. Like you're, you get out of, you know, it's like a plane, you know, when you're flying in a plane, plane always gets off course by a little turbulence, a little wind, but always corrects. Mm -hmm. Whenever you get off course, you correct. And that's how it reaches destination to have that there, those goals, you know, those alliterations, everything you have to help yourself just keep correcting, keep correcting, mm -hmm. you'll end up destination you want to be and i think um i really do believe that that's um that's huge and that's how people become successful yeah Absolutely. you can't get to where you're going if you don't know where to where you're going like you know what i mean 100 percent. steph curry if steph curry doesn't know what he's shooting at if he's not gonna hit any shots yeah you know you have a goal you gotta have a destination you know no, absolutely. Yes. Do you like Steph Curry? Are you a LeBron fan? Yeah. Who are your fans? Like, who do you like in that sporting industry? Basketball? I haven't been watching basketball as much because I've been doing a lot of, um, I've been doing a lot of football, like an uh, mm -hmm. analyst stuff. Like I've been working with uh, NBC Chicago and doing like um, oh, on the shows, different shows, speaking, like talking football and stuff, whatever. I'm um, talking Eagles, Jaguars, and I um, haven't been seeing as much NBA stuff, but I am a LeBron fan and a Steph Curry fan. Those are two of my favorite players. I think LeBron gets a lot of hate. He totally and, does. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like he's a great player. I know he's a little cocky and he flops and stuff. People don't like that. But I mean, hey, we, we should be happy that we get to experience this guy's career in Seriously. his prime. Just like Steph Curry. If I see him on TV, like I got to stop and watch him like, one day I'm gonna be like, wow, I like got to see these guys play in their prime. I think about that with Tom Brady. Anyone who got to see like Tom Brady play in our lifetime, they'll tell their grandkids, I watched I saw Tom Brady play, you know? Absolutely. He's one yeah. of those people. And you probably got to play against him. That's I got to shower with Tom Brady. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop there. Yes. I'm sure you girls would have loved that. I mean, I had Jimmy Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Jamie Amendola, you know, all those Oh, guys. yeah. Let's get Giselle in there. Yeah, yeah. that bot is rocking, we man. We can just mix that right up. Yeah. <laughs> Being with the Patriots and showing up at the team barbecue. I didn't think I was going to make a team. I made a team that year. I didn't last very long. Um, but I was on, I, I made the, the welcome to the team barbecue. And you walk in, you see Tom and Giselle. 
right? You got Damien, Danny Amendola, and he was dating, um, who's his famous actress girlfriend? Julian Edelman was dating um, Adriana Lima. Yeah. Amendola was dating an actress. I forget her name, but it, I'm just like, wow. Like the Patriot, I'm like, it's like a movie. Yeah. You know? I'd be starstruck. They was know Gronk to, on the team with, um, yeah, I love Gronk and his girlfriend. Oh, they're a dynamite couple. Well, Gronk is amazing. Tight end room. So I, I loved Gronk. We had, a, we had a pretty fun tight end room. The guy was a jokester. Really good beer pong player. Gronk was one of the oh, best. I bet. I could see that. Honest, like, I, I could see I that. I could see it. He's kind yeah. of a degenerate, it seems like. Yeah, he's a, a big animal, but he's just he's just really good at football. And he's hilarious. Yeah, sounds like uh, the, a great combo. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna? Oh, this is like totally off the cuff for what we were. Let's in go our, off the cuff. Well, how do you feel about the Kirk Cousins? <laughs> I heard it was it the Jaguars who were talking about a trade with him, or was it? Oh, I'm gonna Panthers. Talk, I'm gonna Panthers. talk about that later in the hot takes. Too. Yeah. It, so yeah, got yeah. this let coming us, up. Let us know how you how, feel about it. Do you it. think that Kirk Cousins is gonna go to the Panthers? Yeah. What's your prediction? I think Kirk Cousins had a hell of a year. I know people are hating on him a little bit in Minnesota. Yeah. There weren't many games, but the guy, look at the guy's stats. The guy had like Pro Bowl stats this year. He had a hell of a year. And just because I think they had some injuries and the team didn't do as well, I think he's got unfairly targeted himself. But um, I think Minnesota should keep him. I mean, I don't know who they got in mind, you know? I think, what would you- I, well, I think the plan is to keep him. And I think that, um, I definitely think that we should keep him. I th- so I think with Kirk, he's actually like a really nice, good guy. I think he's just like one of those people who like his whole life, you know, that kid who always gets picked on just because they're easily picked on, you know, one of those people. Yeah. I feel like he's just an adult kid who just is easy to pick on. And I think like it's just one of those things. Like that's kind of how I feel about Kirk Cousins. That's an he's assessment. Like, no, yeah. yeah, he's an upstanding <laughs> guy. He He talked at River Valley when I was going there. Yeah which is a church in our area. And it's like, he's a great guy. I like every time I'm like, why does he get so much hate? But he just gets so much hate. He's he so does. Really good though. One of my yeah. buddies, uh, I guess Kirk used to play tennis. And one of my buddies is, um, you know, a tennis player. And he like plays tennis against Kirk. He's like been to his house and stuff to play tennis with him just because he's like this uh, tennis player. He's like, the dude's such a great guy. He's so yeah. nice. I've played against Kirk, but I've never, never met him. And um, it's like, dude, like, why is this guy getting all this hate? I know. I wonder if he has like skinny tennis calves. Do you think he does? Doubt it. <laughs> you kidding? No. I don't I know. doubt it. I'd want to hear his grunt, though. Oh my god! I'd want to hear his tennis grunt. grunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why do they all do that? I don't know. You know what? It's part of it. You just got to do it. We you used to do it in do gym it. class when we played pickleball. Oh yeah, and I was actually good at pickleball. I, of course you would be good at pickleball. Badminton and pickleball. You do not want to take me on. Let me tell you. I would not take you on in badminton. <laughs> I'm Funny surprisingly sport. good at that. I don't know why. I don't know if I believe that, guys. I think you guys are hyped. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's get back. Okay, um, so wait. Is it my turn or is it your I turn? I think it's mine. Um, how'd you start playing football? Who got you into it? Yeah. Um, I started playing football with my brother. My brother was a year older than me, and... um. I don't know why, but for whatever reason, just growing up, we just played every sport all the mm-hmm. time. Like, so, you know, kids today, they want to play like Fortnite or I don't know. Me and him, if we weren't, yeah. we'd have a ball in our hand, baseball, basketball, football, track, doing something athletic. Like we weren't happy. Mm-hmm. So my brother, he's, he's like almost two years older than me, but one grade. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would just always play against each other. And I, he was, he was older than me. So they, my parents would always want us 
on the same team. So I'd have to play against a grade higher, grade higher, because it made it easier for them to like drop us off. Yeah. Pick us up. And um, that's the reason I ended up going to Missouri State University. My brother got a scholarship to go to uh, Missouri State. And um, the next year I got a scholarship to go to Missouri State. So we played, you know, four years together in college together. You know, he, um, oh, that's really he cool. was an academic, but he was an all-conference linebacker. I was an all-conference tight end. We had to go against each other in every practice back in, um, back in college. It was a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, testosterone there. And then you bring mm-hmm. it back to our apartment. We lived together mm-hmm. and it was, it was fun, but you know, we got in a few fights. <laughs> we, can, we know what that's like. When we lived in Uptown, um, Jenna was doing her student teaching. She was living with me in my one bedroom and we shared a bed for nine months. So we can, we can really, Oh yeah. Yeah. Close quarters. <laughs> that was the most we've ever fought in our life. <laughs> I don't remember not fighting with you then. Oh, I'm everything. We, yeah, we had an imaginary, we can talk about this. We're, an imaginary roommate, which we, we like blame everything on the it. Other day, yeah. We called her Margo and be like, shit, Margo forgot to take out the trash again today. Margo, that's <laughs> stupid, stupid bitch. Margo. What'd she do again? Yeah. <laughs> Margo, did you lose your keys? Come on. Damn. <laughs> it made it a lot easier to live together. Yeah. Made it something to laugh yeah. about. Um, <laughs> okay. Your um, turn, John. So what was that like? Like, what was that experience like playing football in the South? Playing football like NFL football or against my brother, you're saying? Like, um, what was it like playing like college football in the South? Oh, in Missouri? I, yeah, I feel like in the South, football players, it's kind of a it's different like hockey experience. Here. Yeah. No, it was great. I, I mean, I loved it. Uh, I So I would end up when I, I got recruited as a wide receiver and I wasn't very good my first couple of years. I got redshirted and my freshman year, I kind of sucked mm-hmm. and I was a wide receiver. And, um, I honestly, I got bullied. I was getting bullied a lot. I was like, dude, I don't even know if I want to do this, do this shit anymore. I'm like, dude, football. It's like, not for me. Like it was tough. Like mm-hmm. coming to practice, these linemen, these, these offensive linemen we had at Missouri state where it made my life miserable. I used to hate coming to practice. My brother was like, dude, you're, you're coming. I'm like, dude, I'm done. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Shit anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm going to transfer somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I kept coming. And then two of our senior tight ends end up getting hurt. And, um, the coaches are like, oh, Clay, you're our biggest wide receiver. We're going to need you to move to tight end. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding? Like, I'm like, these guys are <laughs> disrespecting me even more. I'm like, they're, mm-hmm. now they're making me move from wide receiver to tight end. So I almost quit there. I almost quit. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm done with this. Talking to my brother. He helped me keep coming. And then um, I went to practice and I started playing tight end. And um, I'm like, wow, I'm like this shit is easy at tight end. <laughs> <laughs> guys, if you guys yeah. know football, yeah. Fast, yeah, yeah, like any guys that run, mm-hmm. I was right. always a little bit bulky, big wide receiver. And I'm now they move you inside to tight end, you got to block, but you're you're going against these linebackers that can't mm-hmm. run. So these big yeah. meatheads run like this, <laughs> right? You know, they're trying to catch you these safeties. And I'm like, this stuff is so easy. So I go <laughs> in the scrub that got bullied, made fun of. To my sophomore year, I go from being a nobody, and I, I, I'm all American as a sophomore, first team all conference, all American. Wow. Set the school records for receiving yards for tight end. Scouts start coming, talking to me. Coaches, players, everything changed in that year. Junior year, gained gained a bunch of weight, got better. Scouts started coming around, and nobody got drafted from Missouri State in 17 years, 16, 17 years, something like that. My senior year, gained more weight, finally learned how to block. And um, 
I had a hell of a year, if I could say so myself. Um, and I ended oh, up yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Pump those <laughs> tires. <laughs> I led the nation in receiving yards for a tight end. Holy cow. And drafted early in the fourth round of the Eagles, a first draft pick in 17 years from Missouri State. And, um, like, looking back, I'm like, man, dude, like, I – like I was a scrub, like that hated coming to practice. By the time I'm a senior, it was like, I was like the, it was like a movie. I'm the big man on campus, yeah. like walking down the, the the campus, like people like, oh, that's that tight end. Like the players all looked up to me, like the, the young guys. And I made sure, I remember how I felt when I got bullied and mm-hmm. these guys, like, I'm like, dude, I hated this. I wanted to go back home. I, if I saw anybody bullying anybody, I'm the team captain now. I'm chewing their ass. I'm like, we don't do that here. We don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that anymore. No, everybody's like, he can get better. I was terrible. And I tell like the guys that came in and they sucked. I'm like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like, trust me, I was in your position. You know, now I'm about to get drafted to the NFL. Like if you work hard and you want it. And you know, a lot of people don't know a lot of late nights, late workouts, mm-hmm. like eating until my stomach hurt because I had to gain weight. I was a skinny wide receiver. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm still 250 pounds for some reason, but it is the stuff wasn't easy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I just knew like, don't make anybody like, why are you bullying this kid? I was that kid. And I just like the, the experience just was a complete switch, a 180 turn for me. It was crazy. I just like love that you took that like platform of kind of like rising and like used it to like set a good example. I Absolutely. mean, so admirable. Like it's True really leader, awesome. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people would just say, well, I paid my dues. So does he, you know? Absolutely. I hated that. And I know kid guys, were, well, when we were like, dude, no, like I, that, that shit was, was, was tough. And I know mm-hmm. how hard it is for some kids, some of the kid guys coming from Florida, coming from out of state, like they're here in Missouri, you know, and they're trying to just figure it, figure it out to just keep their head above water. And now they're coming and people are bullying them, making fun of them for not being as good or like whatever, being a little different, you know, yeah. something like for me, I'd get made fun of for my uh like i my voice um i came from i'm from a small town of all white people a bunch yeah. of farmers i don't i don't think i have it as much but like i had a little bit of an accent oh. you know i started like a country farmer almost and like mm-hmm. me and my brother these two you know were mixed people my yeah. parents are biracial mm-hmm. my mom and um you know my, my family's just country i mean if you if you had to call us something you'd call us i, I guess trailer park trash we all grew oh. up in it. <laughs> You know, but I, I, I take I take pride in that term. I don't yeah. care. Call me trailer park trash. Thanks. Well, it doesn't I, sound um, like you have an accent to us. So no, good job. No. And we have we have like hard I have a hard Minnesota accent. When we go to Colorado, which is where a lot of our extended families, they're like, What country are you from? Like I was in Vail and someone's like, Are you from Germany? And I'm like, I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> like, like no. <laughs> like, so, I don't know your guys' accents. I think you guys sound good. Good, thank you. Good, good. It's you'll hear it in just like a few words that are just bag, like, bag. Can I get a bag? <laughs> <laughs> and if you say that in like another state, people are like, "You want a bog? What are you looking for?" Like, <laughs> at least we move fast. Nothing's right. worse than being in the south when you're like, "All right, let's get this show on the road here." <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, and it takes like 20 minutes to get a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's so hot down there. You get it. You get it. Like every time I'm like, oh, I have empathy. I understand. But right. man, <laughs> just the patients run thin. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. What part of town? We uh, we left the uptown when the George Floyd stuff happened. We moved during the riots. So it was kind of wild. Yep. Um, so yep. we're in like Wyzetta area, kind of near the lake, if you ever made it out there when you were here. Yeah. 
I don't think so. I've spent more time um, uptown down like Cowboy uh, Cowboy Jacks. And Cowboy, Cowboy Slims. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to have like two blocks from Cowboy Slims. Slims yeah. is like no longer, I don't think. I don't know if, yeah, Slims got, yeah, uptown got pretty nasty during all the fires and riots and everything. That's too bad. It was a fun time, man. I used to love it yeah. out there. Oh, it was a good time oh, for yeah. sure. And North Loop is still pretty decent. Pretty popping. Yeah. Uh, Punchbowl or the loop? the loop? Oh, the loop, yes. But I love Punchbowl Social. Yeah. yeah. Two of my spots. Yes, yes. Those are the good ones. Come back to Minnesota and I'll go back there. Yes, yes. That'd be so fun. And then you have to go to, have you, did you ever go to Smack Shack when you were here? Oh, yeah. They have these drinks called a hurricane and it's like, I've, I've it's like a little I don't know how to explain it. It's like a margarita <laughs> on a Long Island mixed together. No, it is this. I don't know. <laughs> the closest thing coming from a hurricane savant, because she's not, I am. Um, Jenna drinks the hurricanes like no I other. drink them. Um, it's more like a sex on the beach. <laughs> but like. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like yeah. really I'm big. Like, <laughs> I'm a Patron and soda kind of person. So like for me, it's like headache in a glass, but it's good. <laughs> It's unforgettable. Yes. Yeah. We were just talking about how Freehouse has like one of our favorite pancakes compared Such to. Such a good brunch. We spot. brunched somewhere else and but we're like, oh, yeah. Yes, they do. Absolutely. Oh, wow. I'm getting hungry now. I really want bacon. I know. Last last episode, <laughs> we went like on and on about Wendy's and then we were all oh, like, the frost. We finished at like midnight and we were all like, damn, we need to go to Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I know we're big Culver's fans. Do you have you ever had Culver's? I'm not a big Culver. I'm not a big fast food guy. Oh, you're, yeah, we've you know? seen your six pack. Oh, no, yeah, we got yeah. it. We got it. <laughs> if you, if you lucky, I'll show you guys. The, the yeah. six pack. Oh, 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 Tom oh. Brady shower style. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give you guys a sneak peek over sneak here. Peek. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A little preview. <laughs> preview. <laughs> How about this? When we send the merch to a strip tease. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be a nice teaser, teaser <laughs> clip. Okay, so you kind of started on this. Tell us about all of your like new new things. You've got this thirty day challenge. How'd you start that up? Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, no, and so, then uh, yeah, all of your adventures you're doing right now. Yeah, I've always been into fitness. I've been a big fitness guy, and um, I decided like I'm like I'm gonna do a fitness challenge. I'm big into reading up on habits. I'm like, all right, habits take twenty one to twenty eight days of form. I want to see if I can help people. You know, and I've always wanted to be like an entrepreneur in the fitness world. And mm-hmm. so I decided to go, I'm going to get my, I'm going to become a certified personal trainer, a certified strength coach and a certified nutritionist. And I'm going to start creating challenges and um, I'll, I'll train like high end clients, you know, if they make it worth my time. But I, you know, I want to do like just mass, like give people information if they want to strength train, train, if they want to just be, mm-hmm. be healthier, like workouts, whatever. So I created this, um, this fitness challenge for 30 days. I uh, hired a nutritionist that was, uh, she's a master of nutrition. She had her master's. Um, she, she's a rock star. She's really good. She created a whole fitness uh, nutrition plan for it. I, I hired a um, physical therapist who had, has a whole th- physical therapy plan. And then I wrote the, um, the workout plan with help from a couple of certified personal trainers. And we just uh, basically just sold it online. And, um, you know, we have a big uh, group that we're, we're doing it with, but that was fun. Yeah. I just became as a personal trainer. I got like, I'll probably be a certified strength conditioning coach in like two more weeks. I've been working on that on my free time. And then um, nutrition will be after. I just want to be, have the certifications behind your name is kind of yeah, more, you know, it's like more validity. You're like, 
you know, you have the certification, like I obviously know the stuff already, but now that you're certified, it, it kind of makes you more professional. So that's just been a passion of mine, like a passion project. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People trust you with your money more when they're, cert- when you're certified, right? No, but that's legit. That's awesome. And like, I think with like anything in your industry, you know, like you, you live it, you breathe it, you show it. So now you can teach it kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You're already an expert. Yeah, when I come out to Minnesota, I'm going to get you guys on a workout plan. So Yeah, uh, totally. Really <laughs> yeah. Get ready. We'll do the lifetime. Oh, yeah. Go to lifetime. <laughs> lifetime. That's actually a really nice lifetime in Minnesota. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're like headquarters out of like Minnesota, so they're pretty bougie. I always joke like the Minnetonka ones. So that's the one we go to or like I do too because we like live near there. Right. Jenna's not a big lifetime person. No. But um, it's like dad central. <laughs> like I'm not into the daddies, but it's like dad central. If you were, <laughs> that's where you'd go. Um, but it's actually so nice. And like the I want to do like a whole spa situation. So like the sauna, hot tub, cave environment. Like I just want to like someday after a workout, just spend like a whole hour doing like the steam room sauna hot tub. Room sauna every day, but I mean, if you're if you're looking for a guy, like you go to a gym. I know girls like the workout classes, but like if you go to a gym and like hit, like hit the free weights for a little bit, know what you're doing a little bit. Like there's gonna be like the ratio in there of like attractive guys in like a nice gym. I mean, you you're gonna come out there. You're gonna be you're gonna be doing pretty well. Oh, totally. And they, and yeah. a lot of times they like care about like the the same things you do. Like when you were mentioning types, shared interests and like hobbies, I feel like are such a huge thing. You know, you oh, have to have those like mm-hmm. shared interests. Absolutely. I've learned that. And, um, you know, sometimes like, oh, I think it's great that we're different. And I'm like, yeah, differences can be great. Like, you know, like the, the synergy, like, mm-hmm. you know, your differences can make you great if you think of think about like some of the great business people, but like what I've learned for me in a relationship, you definitely have to have those, like be outdoorsy, be spontaneous, like yeah. be into health and wellness, like be educated. Like for me, it's, it's, I've narrowed it down. I mean, 35 years it's taken me, but I think I'm finally getting the, getting the hang of it. Oh yeah. You're getting the hang Absolutely. of it. You'll figure it out. Um, so, <laughs> um, so speaking of this, as like, many people would say, we're not worried about you. Yeah, right? no, we're not. People we're not. <laughs> um, so speaking about this like process and this new like public speaking venture that you've been into, what would you say like is the most inspiring part about that? It's just when you start to really find your why, right? You want to look in like reading these books and I, I belong to this group called Brand Builders. Um, it's a really cool group. It's like a mastermind of like-minded individuals that want to just better themselves or businesses. There's keynote speakers. There's people that just want to grow their business, grow their influence, like help people. When you really look and like sit down and, and find your why, like, okay, why do I want to do what I want to do? And it's like, okay, I want to, you know, help people become the best version of themselves and to live fulfilled lives. And like, I know I've been through a lot in my life and I've learned a lot and, um, accomplished you know a pretty good deal and um from where i started and sharing that with people and maybe being able to help people to 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 become the best version of themselves like i did and like you know going through football you know figuring that Mm -hmm. out you know almost getting you know getting cut my coach told me i could never i can't play tight in the nfl end up playing you know six more years end up making 10 million dollars in the nfl you know the guy told me i couldn't play guess what? He was out of the NFL before me. So just Mm -hmm. doing things, becoming successful, knowing what it takes and trying to share that with people that are going through the same thing. 
is really what inspired me to 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 start this you know this career path and i'm not a great speaker i'm not like great at dictation like i'm not it's not something i'm really good at but when you're when i'm passionate about something i'm willing to put the work in i've really been working on my honing my craft and my message to where i'm um, i'm really excited to to keep doing this and keep improving and you know i hopefully i'll be able to just keep growing and growing and growing and being you know, stadiums full of people one day sharing my story, helping people become the best version of themselves. That's the vision I have. Yeah, absolutely. I would say you're good at it yeah, for sure. I would say you're quite eloquent. Yeah. Yeah. And also when you're excited and you're passionate about something, that energy is um, enigmatic. So people just grasp that energy. It's contagious. And contagious it just, is a better it way for it. It makes you better at what you're doing also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not even working, you know, it's just like you, mm-hmm. you're enjoying what you're doing. You're, you're, if you really believe your message and what you're doing is, is for a great purpose, it just makes everything easier. And it makes you know, you're spending these hours like on the computer researching things, researching, okay, can I do this? Can I be reading these books? It makes mm-hmm. it fun. Yeah. You're looking for little pieces that you can, maybe this could help somebody. Maybe this will help my speech. Maybe this will, and it's, it's really actually, you know, taking the place of like some of my younger days when I was searching for, you know, fun in, in different areas of my life. And I, I just feel like I'm, I'm definitely on a, a better path like right now. Yeah. Researching can be really fun. I That's think amazing. personally, yeah, it's too. so much fun. If yeah. you're like really interested in the, um, in what you're researching, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn? I think it is your turn. Yes. Um, who inspires you the most? It's a good question. Um, you know, I don't like to like compare myself to other people, but I have some friends and family. Like my brother has always been a really big inspiration for me. He's because um, he, he's came from the same place I've came from. I feel like I almost had a cheat code because I was able to reach the success through football, which isn't a cheat code. It took a lot of hard work, but I mean, he did it the hard way. You know, he, he got his he's got four master's degrees. He was the Holy assistant cow. director of academics at the University of Colorado for a number of years. He's married to his college sweetheart. He's got three kids um, and they got a big house, white picket fence, he goes to church every Sunday. He has always got a project he's working on to improve. He's, he's working mm-hmm. on becoming a, um, a uh, he's a principal now, but he wants to become a uh, superintendent. And oh, yeah. um, I was working on a project, a certification, something, something, something. My sister-in-law inspires me. She's got three kids. She's a full-time mom. She works a full-time job and she's going to school, just finished her master's Holy degree. Now she's got a real estate license. Like these two wow. people, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what awesome. I want. They just, they have this family, full-time parents, full-time jobs. They keep improving and, and yeah. bettering themselves you know, in every way. And I'm like, wow, that's really, um, I love going out there, spending time with my niece and my, and these kids, I love them to death, but they're a handful. Oh my gosh. We feel the same we every time. Yeah. So we, we have three we nephews, have three nephews <laughs> under, under, um, five, five, three and eight months. So we get it. <laughs> You're always holding two, man. It's oh, always geez. like, I got two. Where's the other? Like, yeah. <laughs> Doris is like holding one and taking the other out of the tub and you're like, someone's slipping. I know. I was like, I was literally like, I was like doing a shift. Like, you're fine. It's okay. Like, yeah. So hard. I'm like hanging out with them and like they were wanting to play like the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. One of them crying because I'm not playing with her. Yeah. 
Luca, uncle boy over here, over here. I'm like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and then the youngest one is just like, it's the most savage because he's just trying to be like the older brothers and he's climbing up on everything. And it's like, I don't even remember that one being able to touch that stuff. And it's yeah. like, how soon he's going to knock over the TV and you're like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Exactly. And then every two seconds, it's somehow they're wrestling, and you're oh, like, they, I didn't oh, know they're like this. five more minutes of wrestling, and we're like, just don't. Hurt and you're me. like, who said that you could do this? Is mom okay with this? That's our thing. Is is, is mom, mom okay, okay with this? <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll always be. I'll be like, if I call your mom, is she okay with it? Yeah, she'll yeah, just do yeah, it all the sure, time. Aunt we're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we have an older brother who's virtually perfect, so we get it. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know if it was a brother or another sister. So it's your older, older, older brother. brother yep. Yeah. So I feel like growing up, it was like, I mean, I wanted to be just like him in every aspect. Like he would go to like, so he was seven years older than me and nine than Jenna. Yeah. So he'd be like, all right, I'm going to acceleration. Like, come with me. And like Jenna and I'd be like eating mac, like mac and cheese, watching TV on the couch. And I'd be like, and he's like, don't be lazy. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, I got to go. <laughs> like, it, we were always with him. Like wherever he went, it was yeah. we went with. And yeah. we grew up at his tournaments, football and basketball were his sports. So that I, was like I our childhood. I like sell like his high school football cards like around the neighborhood. Oh, it was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> he totally like, we were the cute little sisters and he's talking, he's talking to high school girls and we're like, do you like our brother? Yeah. yeah. We were always like just his side chicks. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, it was great. Yeah, he played at NDSU, which I don't think Missouri would have played them. And no, no, I went to Missouri State University. Oh, oh, oh! We played against North Dakota State. Oh, oh wait. Well, then the wait. Three. And you're 35. You probably played our brother. Oh my gosh, you pro- our brother's like 30. He's a DN. Um, Jeff What's Bowman. That? Jeff Bowman. Sounds familiar. Yeah, he probably knows me. He probably. <laughs> They're big Bachelor fans. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. His wife, his wife and mother-in-law definitely do. Um, he probably, I mean, you might know me from college, I'm saying. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember playing against, like, Clay Harbor, the tight end from Missouri State. Oh, yeah. Like, well, we yeah. asked him. Uh, yeah. yeah. Eric Decker was recruited over him, so we couldn't go to the U because he still hated the U. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We get the football life. A lot of opinions, but yeah. A lot of opinions. You know, our parents were like, well, you raised opinionated kids. You did something right. That's us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Okay, So is it my turn? Yeah, it's your your turn. turn. Okay. So like, what was that journey like becoming like a public speaker? Like, I mean, I I get it that you're like still in it, but how did you like... Do you get nervous or is it a lot virtual? Yeah. Sorry. And and, like, how did you decide to go into it? Like, yeah. Kind of give us like the whole background. A little bit. So I, you know, being being in the NFL, you'd be asked to come and like talk to, to people like kids and stuff. And that's what it started. Just coming to talk to like high school teams, kids, whatever. And then I just realized when I've started doing this stuff, I'm like, I actually like enjoy being up on the stage. And like when I'm done, I'm like, damn, I'm done. Like I want to keep going. You know, it's like that's always like, when you know it's good when you feel yeah, that way. Yeah, you enjoy, like, man, I want to keep doing this. I want to keep talking. I'm like, wow, this is this is something I think I would enjoy. And then you know, didn't do it for a while. Then I got back into it with this brand builders thing and started getting gigs. I'm like, wow, this could grow really fast. I'm like, I do like looking outside the box, like looking at my story, which I've never really done before. I'm like, I do have like a, a pretty crazy story mm-hmm. that could influ- could help people like influence them to like, to be confident in where they came from, you know, to where like I came from and stuff. I told you guys like growing up in a trailer mm-hmm. and stuff and, 
you know, I, I didn't have a bed till I went to college. Neither of my parents graduated high school. You know, oh, wow. we were just extremely poor and, you know, first generation college kids and almost, you know, almost leaving college. It's like everything was a struggle and just like so close. And I just realized like all these small decisions, it's like, wow, these little small decisions like made my life. Like everything, it could have been so different with just, I'm thinking at the time, it's not a big deal. Like these little decisions make mm-hmm. the biggest impact. And if you have the right habits, routines, and you make the right decisions, like there's like the trajectory of your life can just take on like such a crazy, like exponentially, you know, mm-hmm. different path than what it could if you, if you make like the wrong decisions and don't have these habits and routines. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. That's incredible. That Do you feel really like you'll is. write a book? Yeah. Oh, great question. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've already got my title and everything picked out. I was going to ask, oh. what's your title? Can you share? Yeah, I'll share. I just don't, don't steal my title. So I got, <laughs> no, no. Um, <laughs> Hall of Fame Habits is, uh, oh, is my love name. It. Love Hall it. Hall of Fame Habits. And, um, Missouri State Hall of Famer. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm going to interview for my vision for the book, a bunch of my, you know, friends and stuff that have had Hall of Fame um, football careers. And then um, from Undisciplined, Unstoppable, Hall of Fame habits from undisciplined, unstoppable. You know how, you know Clay. I love it. I'm telling you right now, I'd buy in. Hoh, yeah, I would buy buy in too. A hundred percent. Can we get signed (laughs) copies? Yeah, that's the true question. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I'm so excited for you. Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Absolutely, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have a few other questions. Yes. Um, Oh, wait, is it? Your turn, Jenna. It's your turn. Oh, I'm getting lost. So you're moving to New York. What's bringing you there? Yeah. Yeah. So I got some. Uh, I got some cool opportunities out there. Some. Um, some people. I've always. First off, I've always wanted to live in New York City, and mm-hmm. my lease is up in Chicago. And I still like. I'm open to traveling to where I want, wherever I you know want to go, and I have some cool opportunities out there. There's a, you know, a couple of, a uh, couple of people that I'm going mm-hmm. to be working with that live out there that I'm going to be writing with and, and doing speeches with. So just to be closer to them and to work mm-hmm. with them in a business standpoint is perfect. And I'm actually, I'm actually going to be living with someone you guys probably know. I mean, probably most people know. Them. Oh, who is it? Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Drop it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excited. Drop Pilot, Pete. Pilot Pete. Pilot Pete. Oh, Pilot Pete. Is oh he dating anyone? Awesome. Are you guys both moving to the city I'm single? I'm going to liberty to talk about my roommates. Are you dating one. anyone? Ooh. I'm up seeing someone. Ooh. Okay. Does she live in New York? I don't know how it's going to go, but um, no, she's, uh, it's casual now, but you know, I could see it um, becoming something more serious. We're, we're both motivated and she's very driven. Um, I think we're just at very different parts of our lives right now. So okay. it's making it difficult. She lives in Chicago and I'm moving to New York in a week. Oh. So it's going to be, it's going to be hard, but yeah. uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I, okay. I think that'll be telling, you know, if it's like you guys, if we're in different That's cities. That's always and, a good test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we still keep going, like progressing then, you know, I think it'll be, uh, it'll be cool, but we both have like so many things that we are like, want to do professionally. Like that's mm-hmm. an issue. I know it's like, we're both very driven and motivated people that whatever uh, opportunity arises, like we've talked about, I was like, listen, like, I don't want to hold you back mm-hmm. anyway. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we'll just have fun and like figure out the rest later. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's how it works. That's and then, the you know, sooner it. than later, usually anyway. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, okay. So is it, is it my turn? Is it your turn? Yeah, you can go. 
Um, I think we're pivoting now. Yeah, to, we are. We're pivoting. Yeah, Chi Town. Um, so we love Chicago. Our brother actually lived there um, for a little stint, um, and we loved it. So since you're leaving, can you let the listeners know some of your like favorite spots? Yeah, what are your favorite in spots Chi-Town? in Chicago? Absolutely. So um, we'll start with uh, we'll do the whole game. But we'll start with gyms. I've I've been to like every gym. <laughs> I think like if you want like a studio, like train moments, good okay. mode, good in West Loop. Okay. If you want like a big like gym, actual gym, like there's a cool Lifetime in the city in Chicago okay, cool. that just opened. There's Lifetimes all around the suburbs. I go to Equinox now. Equinox is okay. Okay. It's um there's an FFC, some cool gyms, fitness formula clubs all around the city. I like that as well. Um, restaurants. Um, Lyra just opened. It's good. Um, Rosemary just opened. Mm-hmm. Very good in West Loop. Um, um, Bandit uh, is good. Good mar- Good margaritas there. Um, Love a sushi. good mar- Go to Sunda. Good sushi. Sunda I just went okay. to RPM Seafood last night. Some of the best salmon I've ever had in my life. I uh, I like RPM Steak. Bavette's is a really good steakhouse. Good mm-hmm. date spot. Ambiance is really dark, light, romantic. It's like an old school. I felt like I was in like a mobster movie with like a oh, date. I love that. That's the best ambiance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blue Violet. It's like in Wicker Park. It's like the same thing. You walk in. It's dark. Yeah. It's like a violet light. It's like really cool ambiance and atmosphere. Um, Have you been to Maple and Ash yet? Yeah, I go to Maple Nash a lot. I think, I mean, that's very sceny. I'm not yeah. a big fan of Maple, but if you like want to go out, it's like in the Viagra Triangle, you're looking for a sugar daddy. You can go there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a plated dinner, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cameron Rush, you know, Maple Nash. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're looking so for <laughs> um, Bars, I yeah. think the upcoming bars, like nights and weekends in West Loop is like popular now. Bandit, upstairs of Bandit, mm-hmm. it's like a now it's popular my friends own the basement the hampton social so oh we love, love that place oh my gosh yeah. we love hampton social happy camper my buddy owns happy mm-hmm. camper i'm there all the time with him um joy district if you're looking to get ratchet oh, yeah. club, you know, we've like had joy some nights in the joy district <laughs> we actually have yeah <laughs> big an old town old town's like a young yeah like yeah five-year-old type hangout spot um the vig Benchmark, oh, LP, like in that part yeah. of town is really fun. And Lincoln Park is like the college kids um, hanging out there, like hook and ladder. Um, I've been to Chicago for a long time. Yeah. Have you been to the new Barstool Bar? What's that like? Oh, yeah. The Barstool Bar is cool. It's a cool spot to watch a game. I'm, um, alarm's going off. I went there with uh, Grocery Store Joe um, a couple, <laughs> a few weeks back. Is he still with, what? Um, who is he with? Serena, yeah, Serena, 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 yeah. Uh, tomorrow or Saturday, me, uh, Joe, Serena, Kenny, and Mari, and I. Oh, um, cute! Yeah. Fun. I just went to Federalize. I think I said that right or wrong. Federalize last time I was there. It used to be the spot, but now it's like kind of it's kind of dwindling now. Back in yeah. the, back in the day, like Feds, there was like no bar fun. Or you go outside, it's like a sunny day in mm-hmm. Chicago, throw some ice shots. Yes. Like, <laughs> fun, like Parlor Pizza, the Feds. Like we'd walk there. It was. That was some good times. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Chicago. This makes me want to go to Chicago. We do. Big time. time shot. You guys got to get a visit. It. Yeah. Yeah. When you're here, you have to go to Billy Sushi. When you mentioned sushi, I don't think it would have been open when you were here. It's so good. Yeah. 
Um, there was a Mexican place that was really good out there. It was like it was like Asian fusion, like Mexican. I don't know if it's still there. When I played the Vikings, I remember the Crave. Was, was it Crave? Rooftop? No, I used to love no. Crave Rooftop though. I know Crave is fun. Yeah. Oh, Mexican. I'm trying to think. I'll try to think of the name. It's not like Colita, is it? No, I think it's older. My buddy used to, it was his favorite. We'd go there every time I was in town. Hmm. Every time. It was very, it was like the. It was was like it the in Uptown? Was it the Lotus? No. Do you know where it was? Was it in Uptown or was it like outside of Uptown? I'm not sure. I'll. Uh, think on it. We'll circle back. back. We'll circle. We'll circle back to <laughs> we'll that one. Back. It'll, it'll <laughs> come back to us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so um, are we moving on to... Oh, what are your fave Chicago memories? Yeah, hit us with some memes. Ooh, so many. I mean, that's a tough one. I remember um, one of my favorite memories. My cousin, Andrew Spencer, he was a bachelor guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Andrew S. I don't know. You guys probably know who he is. He was on it oh. recently. Yeah, he was on KBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He over... Uh, over um, the pandemic, you know, I lived up in, I live in the high rise and I live right across from uh, Lincoln Park and, mm-hmm. and uh, Lake Michigan. And we're just sitting up there. We have a, we had a couple of buddies come over and it was a summer night and we're, we're like bored. And we're like, guys, like we're, we're having beers, like hanging out, just watching movies and stuff. And we got the bright idea to go over to Lake Michigan. Um, and next thing you know, we're, we're swimming in the lake. It's like two in the morning. We're just having beers. <laughs> I just stars are out and we're like, dude, this is really dope. And like we brought like a mini speaker out, like a movie. And we just sat there like in the lake with the friends, like tossing a football around at night, drinking beers, like sitting in the sand and just like hanging out. And I'm like, this was a really good memory. Just being yeah. the guy out here in the middle of Lake Michigan. There's not a soul around us. It's really great uh, memories. But I, I love Chicago. I love the lakefront path. You know, riding bikes to the museum. You can mm-hmm. ride a bike to the, the, the Bears game. You know, the Bulls games were fun. Um, there's so many great memories. Um, you know, Lincoln Park, walking mm-hmm. through the park. Um, you know, you're going to Navy Pier. You're There's just so many different the Lincoln Park Zoo. There's a lot mm-hmm. of uh, eating all, so much good food. I was going to say, the food in Chicago food is, is just so incredible. Good. I feel like you could eat your way through Chicago and never end. There's really, really no good. city like it. It's, it's like sad that I'm leaving, but I'm like, I've had so many good experiences here. Like there's, I'll look back and like, just think of so many, so many good memories. And I've had so many great times here. So a lot of friends here, but there's a lot of things about the city that, you know, people are like, obviously the crime is bad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. There's, you know, the weather, the traffic, you know, the city's pretty corrupt. Yeah. You know, the leadership, it's just, um, you know, a lot of issues, but you know, I, th- I don't. I don't care. I think Chicago is still one of the the best cities in the country. I would agree, totally. Word, yeah, word, <laughs> word to your mama. Okay, so our next segment, we do these post questions. So it's supposed to like um, reveal part of part of your true yeah. character. Okay. Um. Do you want? Yeah. Can, can I, I go first? first? Yeah, you okay. go first. I'm not gonna ask the first one though. I'm gonna throw it off. Okay. Okay. So if you could have any talent, Clay, like any talent in the world. Um, what would it be? To be able to read books in a minute. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. I think that's, that's really the most good. insightful answer to that question <laughs> yeah. I've like ever heard. Yeah, I would agree. Bravo. So that is awesome. Like if I could just like <laughs> read a book, it's like you like 
you know, like look through the pages you've yeah. done. Like, that would be incredible. You know how smart you'd be? Yeah, you would just infuse it into your head. That'd be Absolutely. incredible. To Holy- read and understand books instantaneously it would be my superpower. That mad, would be mad wow. respect for that. Yeah. That's the best one I've heard. Awesome. Um, okay, okay what living those? person do you most admire? Yeah. I, he won't watch this. I'm glad because I never tell him to his face. <laughs> but like I said, like I'm really, you know, impressed. My, my brother motivates me in a lot of different ways. Just being a good human and being such a hard worker and such a good dad mm-hmm. working out. The guy's got abs. You know, he's, it's like, mm-hmm. dude, like, how are you real? You yeah. know, like, <laughs> doing it all. That's awesome. Our brother got a dad bod, but he's going to hear us. He, it looks great. It looks great, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, your bod looks great. He joked about it. He said, Jeff, we love you. It's we love fine. you. He said he joked. He said at first he got sympathy pregnant weight or whatever. Sympathy pregnant weight. <laughs> he ate because his wife was always uh, eating sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he yeah. looks great, though. He's still a unit. Um, <laughs> um, he's still he's still swole as he likes to swole. That's all you'll he remember to... if he listens to this. So swole, yeah. yeah, swole lights out. Yeah, <laughs> that's his, that's what that's what his kids say. Everything is lights out. Lights out. These cookies are lights out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. So the your next turn. one. Um, what is your like life motto that you like to live by? Um, life motto. I've been thinking a lot about this, like creating a, um, a mission statement, but, you know, uh, maximize each day. Just you won't get the day back. Just make each day your masterpiece. Oh, cool. Make love each it. day your masterpiece. I love it. That's incredible. Put that in your book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably will. Okay. Yeah. Um, ooh. Who or what is the greatest love of your life? Yes. This is juicy. The greatest love of my life. Who mm-hmm. or what? Um, I think a couple. I think my, I mean, my family. I have, uh, I have a great family. My, 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 me and my brother, like growing up in college and high school at that point in our lives, we were literally one person. Like it was mm-hmm. like, obviously now we've like separated. He has family. We don't, we're not as close, but at that point, like me and him were like one person. Mm-hmm. My grandma, she's, um, she was just incredible. My mom was going through some issues and she was raising all of us in her trailer, like me, my brother, my cousins. And like, she, somehow she'd be at my game. She'd be at their game. She'd get us all to school. Oh you know, sometimes we would have to sleep on the floor. She'd cook food for all of us. She was just an incredible woman. And I loved her so much. And she was an inspiring person. She just cared for so many of the grandkids. Um, my dog, I had a dog growing up. His name was Sammy. I know a lot of people had dogs growing up, mm-hmm. but I really feel like, like me and him had such a connection. We were, he was, he was literally like a brother to me and my, my brother. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was such a good, he was so smart. You'd walk without a leash. He was a black lab. I mean, he's living with us and he's small ass. We take him out for runs and, and walks and every day. And I just, he was like a human, you know, it was like a person. I loved, I loved him so much. His name was Sammy black lab, him. And, um, I mean, my mom too, like I've, I mean, she's, my mom's been through some, um, she's had some ups and downs, but like lately, like her later life, she's really like, she's been at the same job. For, like, is that me? I think so, it's you. It's okay. Yeah. The future is calling. 
Well, no, tell me about that, guys. That's no, okay. that's okay. It happens. But um, yeah, my 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 mom too. She's been through so much, and like she's such a strong person, and like she's uh she's incredible. And I mean, me and her have a have a great relationship, and that's why I work so hard. Every time, like I'd be mm-hmm. in the middle of football, be like, I don't want to do this, and I just tell myself, I'd be like, your mom, you, you need to do this for your mom. Oh, yeah. that's that really that's beautiful. You're such a good inspiration of you are never what you come from, you know, like absolutely. It's always where you're going. Absolutely. Don't have to let it define you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so you can explain we it. Yeah. Slide into uh, underrated overrated. Yeah. Okay. So we kind of do a little underrated overrated. It's like a little game. Um, mm-hmm. And so we'll just like kind of hit you with um, some stuff and you'll decide just right away if it's either underrated or overrated and then tell us why. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so should we do all of them or should we? I kind of liked all of them. Let's do all of them. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll start. Okay, deep dish pizza. What are you thinking? Overrated, underrated? Overrated. Ooh, hot take. Okay, okay, explain yourself. I mean, if you have it once, like you come into Chicago, you want to have it. I mean, it's good that first time. But it's not like, like people in Chicago aren't going to get deep dish like once a week. You know, like mm-hmm. you're going to get deep dish when you have somebody in town that wants to try it. I think like thin crust pizza is actually my preference. And a lot of people from Chicago would agree with me. Yeah, absolutely. I, hot take. Um, Chicago has like some of the best thin crust pizza out there too. Pizza. The oven grinder Pequod's pizza is incredible. Um, that's one of the grocery store Joe's picks Pequod. He put me on that. I'm like, dude, this stuff is incredible. Oh my gosh, that makes me want pizza. Yeah. Really okay. Does. Speaking of grocery store, Joe, The Bachelor, overrated, Ooh. underrated. The Bachelor? Yeah. The franchise. I, or- um, I think it's overrated. Ooh. Um, yeah. I think it's, um, it's become, <laughs> like, honestly, when I went on there, I, I had a private Instagram as NFL player didn't even accept people. Like I did, I, I honestly did not know anything about an influencer making money, posting mm-hmm. stuff, not had, had no clue, no clue. Now it's like, it's just become like people just wanting to like try to portray themselves in some way so they can make money off of it. Mm-hmm. And really gone away from people that actually want to find someone and have like good careers and mm-hmm. are actually like eligible bachelors to a bunch of kids just looking to make money. I think, I mean, I think it's a cool, I mean, like, it's a cool show. Like, I know I'm a part of it. I don't want to, like, badmouth The Bachelor. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the odds, like, the statistics of, like, some of these people staying together and, like, proposing and, like, how they try to push these people to propose instead of just to date and meet someone. And maybe you, you don't have to leave in a relation as a engaged. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you date and you work on each other's relationships. Build a real relationship. Instead of like pushing these people so hard to get engaged, to get married, um, a lot of it's unrealistic, you know, unrealistic time frames. And then I know you, it's entertainment, it's a TV show. So you got some people, you know, coming on for to try to, um, you know, become famous or, or something mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's cool. It's um, it can work for some people. It has. They've had we've had kids from The Bachelor. There's been couples that have stayed together, mm-hmm. but. I think that if you're looking at it in, in terms of is it as successful for the for the point of the show and keeping in creating couples and love, and it's hard to say that it's it's been successful that way if you look at the track record. But mm-hmm. I, I don't like the way sometimes that 
they'll try to portray people in a, in a certain way and make them look bad. And yeah. that stigma will stick around for people throughout a lot of their lives. And it's, and these are real people that some of these, these, you know, producers on the TV will try to edit in a certain way and make look bad just so, you know, it's better for ratings and stuff. And I feel bad for a lot of those people that they get that. I mean, I got a little bit of it on paradise and they'll switch around certain things to make it look like you said something or did something that somebody doesn't like. And it's literally just like a big popularity contest is what it's become. And uh, it just doesn't seem as authentic as I think it it was back in the day. I don't know if I know it's reality television, how authentic can it be? But I felt like before, like the huge, like social media boom and, and all that stuff, it was a little bit more authentic and it wasn't as, as much of, you know, what has become now. And, and now you, some of these people, you're like, is this a real person? Is this person mm-hmm. a paid act? Like, is this like, yeah, no, it, it yeah. does. It does. Like sometimes. No, I totally agree. I remember when we were younger and it first came out, we were like, this is so cool. And we, we were like cheering for these people to find love, you it was know, like, like, like Trisha, it was likable like, characters, yeah. you know, like, or not characters, people, likable people. And, and it was just totally real and relatable. Now it's like you said, become something so, crazy you know and i feel like it was good that it's like people were a lot like the viewers so it was like more of like a common experience to watch whereas like now i feel like it's just like people looking for a platform yeah it's yeah. literally yeah it was literally like you would have like more normal people before and now it's, it's like you said it's like yeah it's like a lot of people go on there looking for a platform and and just trying to become like a you know an influencer mm-hmm. or become famous or try so they could date a celebrity or whatever whatever their um, you know ambitions are but you know i think some people do come on there and be like hey like this could work like let's mm-hmm. let's do it so so that part's cool like if if it really could work and i think paradise could probably work a little bit more than you know the the bachelor yeah. the bachelorette the odds are a little bit better. We're big Paradise We're fans. big Paradise fans. Yeah, it's fun. We joke. Yeah. We're like, we'd go on it to go on Paradise. Paradise for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, on this, on the note of Bachelor, this is not a part of the overrated, underrated. Yeah. How do you feel about being a part of Bachelor Nation? Like as a whole, yeah. like that, the community aspect of it. Like what are your takes on that? Yeah, break that down for us. I think, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind being a part of Bachelor Nation. It's definitely something that I've done. Looking back, sometimes I question, like, if I should have done it. But I'm like, you know, everything's, you do everything for a reason. I met a lot of people. I think it was cool and, um, like, a cool experience to I'll be able to tell my kids about one day. Like, hey, I was on a TV show. I played NFL football. I did all these different things. Like, there's all these different yeah. parts of life. And now I'm speaking to people about, you know, motivating them with habits mm-hmm. and routine so many different things and it's like a cool part of my life that i can talk about but i i don't it's it's weird because people sometimes you meet people and they see you as this guy from like oh you're, you're that guy from the bachelor and it's like yeah i was in the bachelor for like six episodes like i've mm-hmm. done like i've done so, so i graduated more. years i you know all american like things i really am proud of i you know, i played nfl for nine years i've created this business i've done this you know and it's like you're just that guy from the bachelor blah 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 and they think they know who you are throughout what they saw on some edited show that's that's literally a show you know and it's edited mm-hmm. for so there's some pluses and some minuses to it the pluses is like yeah you do sometimes you get a bigger platform you can reach a lot more people if you want to do some good for it and then um 
you know, some people think of you as that person, like this, you're the guy from the bachelor when there's like a lot more to all these people than that, obviously. So there's some, some benefits and there's some, uh, there's also some negative things, but yeah. I think overall cool experience, I'll be able to talk about, I, I, I have a lot of good friends from there, you know, yeah. like I'm, a bunch of my good friends are from that show. And I think you can meet really cool people and they're good people. There's mm-hmm. also some that are, you know, questionable, but for the most part, I've met a lot of cool people from the show and, you know, that makes it worth it to me. The fact that I have some of these people in my life that I consider real friends. Totally opens up your network for what you are doing now too. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So sliding back into the overrated and underrated. Um, okay. So what about the Midwest overrated, underrated? I think the Midwest used to be a little bit better, but, um, I don't think it's, un- I, I think it's underrated. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. the Midwest is given enough credit. I think we have some great cities here. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, in the last couple of years, like the pandemic and stuff has been, you know, pretty hard on the Midwest. I know it's been hard in a lot of places mm-hmm. too, but especially the big cities, obviously Minnesota with the George Floyd and what's happened out there to a lot of bars and restaurants is unfortunate. And, you know, the, the lack of, um, you know, um, the lack of, you know, a lot of the necessary things that we needed to, you know, rebuild and reconstruct. Mm-hmm. And the same with, Chicago. you know, a lot of things happening out there. It was poor leadership, you know, it was anarchy at some moments. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Magnificent Mile, Michigan Avenue, a lot mm-hmm. of the story like happened. But I think it's underrated. I mean, I love the Midwest. I think Chicago's great. I used to mm-hmm. love Minneapolis. Come yeah. up there, there were some underrated cities in the Midwest. I think they're going to come back, obviously, in, yeah. in, in time. And I think they'll be what they were. But I, I think um, underrated on that. I think there's some really totally. cool stuff. In Hell yeah. I would totally agree. And I, I think agree. like Midwest, it just gets overridden. And you know what? We're great here. Let's just stay underrated. You know, it's a hidden gem. It's fine. <laughs> Let's be the underdogs forever. <laughs> we'll be the hidden gems. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Last one. <laughs> Being an uncle. Yeah. Overrated, underrated underrated i love it man you know the best part is that you can have so much fun but i mean you have so much fun and you love hanging out with these kids but the best part is you can give them back (laughs) (laughs) dad this is a job for you ask your dad on that one (laughs) he birthed that little booger monster Yeah, I'm not going to help you in the bed. Hey, Uncle Clay, I got to go to the bathroom. That's a dad job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. Let me, we'll, we'll go play again. Yeah, you know? we'll go yeah. get snacks when you're done. <laughs> the hard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You always get to be the fun person. It's like a, the, the best. Yeah. yeah. We love it. I took my nephew to a, um, to a Marvel movie. It was like the event, one of the Avengers movies or something. Um, and uh, I fed him so much popcorn and, and Gatorade. By the time he came back, he's like bouncing off the wall. <laughs> I'll drop him back off. <laughs> I was just in front of the movie. Uh, we'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, the best is, can I have another one? Sure, sure. sure. <laughs> Did they shut the lights off? <laughs> little business center here i'm talking oh, to you guys no. hold on right back guys. <laughs> oh there it is motion lights motion lights <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> love it, love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, Clay. Yeah. Okay, so tell our guests where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, you can find me in Chicago. No, um, you can find me at, on it. <laughs> Address is. <laughs> um, yeah, my door number is my uh, Instagram ClayHarbs82, Twitter ClayHarbs82, um, TikTok. I started TikToking a little Ooh, bit. Look at you! Look at TikTok. you! Are you guys on there? We're trying. We're trying to get we're better trying. at Twitter and TikTok. We're, we're dipping our toes in it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> It's actually really, it's growing. You know, you just got to use this, the trending sounds and trending stuff and just watch TikToks and you'll, you'll figure it out. But I think TikTok is like the future. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Well, and you know, you look at that younger generation, the Gen Zs, I mean, they're making money off of it at such a young age too. They're like making businesses. They're kind of entrepreneurs um, for the next generation for sure. I have like kindergartners that can like do the TikTok dances like without music. Yeah. They'll literally just ask me like, can I do TikTok dances for you? I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah jenna's a teacher so I, so, yeah i teach kindergarten yeah <laughs> but yeah it's wild awesome. yeah no the kids it'll be interesting to see where the world goes with this next generation it's incredible we'll see yeah yeah we'll see <laughs> well, they're still kids you know okay, yeah. <laughs> well thanks for coming on clay this is so fun yeah Oh, a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys having me on. And we'll have to, uh, whenever you guys come to Chicago or I, I'll come up to Minnesota and we'll yeah. uh, watch a couple beers. Yeah. I'll have yes, to get Billy absolutely. Sushi. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Thanks, guys. Yeah. So I don't know about you, but like I'm feeling some steam up in here. Should we get our steamy hot takes before Let's we get into it? Everyone, merch is live. Merch is We've live. We've been mentioning how much we love merch. We created some for you. Um, buy your favorite pieces you can find our website and our shop on our instagram we are so and excited our flow page at jj twins at jj twins use 10k for all of your better edge bedding as well all right jen let's get into these steamy, hot, steamy takes. hot takes okay so can i go first yeah okay so gophers men's basketball can't keep up with wisconsin in a 68 to 67 loss the Gophers shot just 39% in the second half, while Wisconsin made just enough plays in the final minutes to complete the season sweep. Woo, get those brooms out. All I have to say is get them next time, boys. Yeah. That's all you really can say on that one. Dust on the ground. Next. Next. Like the bus. All right. Um, my next one. Uh, so the MLB... MLB. The MLB and the Players Union are still at it. Uh, apparently, if they have not reached a decision by Monday, the day this episode is airing, um, we're recording a little bit earlier, the lock Monday. will... Woo. Um, so the a lockout started in December, and it will continue if they don't re- reach a decision by Monday because they want to be at spring training no later than March 5th. So the MLB is threatening to cancel games if the union has not uh, accepted their proposal and made a decision. Um, the the feuds are over uh, contracts and kind of improving those like base salaries that people start at. 
Uh, let me see. I can pull up the specifics. They're just kind of boring. Let's get specific. Yeah. Okay. So the MLB's latest offer uh, was a $10,000 increase in the proposed league minimum salary starting at 640000 and rising by 10000 each year. The union has sought a minimum salary of 775000 which would climb 30000 each season. Minimum salary in 2021 was 570500 So we'll see what's decided. And... Um, what's where the spring opening games go because i guess if they don't they want to have at least four weeks for spring training to eliminate any injuries love it so they're going to threaten to cancel games if they don't make a good decision gotta make those decisions yeah all right jen what's your next one okay let's ride into capo kakinen capo kakinen can we just have a moment capo kakinen get you some cracking <laughs> So Capo Kakinen will start for the Never Wild. Never gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> Never gets old. Um, okay, so Capo Kakinen will start for the Wild against the Maple Leafs on Thursday as an informal rotation with Cam Talbot continues in the net. All I have to say about this is the net is open, boys. Ooh. Every time I hear Maple Leafs, it just makes me want syrup. Oh, my. Me, too. <laughs> Never fails. I, like, immediately picture someone just getting sap out of a tree. Yeah, and then I want bacon. <laughs> you know, it's unreal. French toast. Why not? All right. Uh, yeah. It's roster dumping time. Here's a look at some of the popular, noteworthy upcoming players who could potentially be on different teams next season due to trades or salary cap hits um, or cap casualties. Whoops. <laughs> it's late. Um, so there's talk about Kirk Cousins being poached by the Panthers. Jenna's going to touch on that a little bit later. Um, I've heard opposing views so that uh, Kevin O'Connell wants to build the team around him. So we'll see where that goes. Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> fan favorite, Green Bay QB. QB. Deshaun Watson with the Houston QB. Why is it way more fun to say Deshaun that way? I don't Deshaun. know. Carson Wentz, Indiana QB. Um, Amari Cooper, Laramie Tunsil, Laramie, Laramie, Laramie. <laughs> I said it right the first time. Laramie like Jeremy <laughs> Tunsil, Houston <laughs> offensive tackle. Okay. Zadarius Smith, Zadarius. Yarvis Landry. Oh my gosh. You're going to like literally blow up I know. My and I like, know it's Jarvis. So, I just wanted to say so bad when Yarvis. Realize. <laughs> Trey Flowers, a few others, but I'm just touching on those ones because they were the most fun to say. And I know Yarvis is Jarvis. It just sounds better it's as Yarvis. Fun to say Yarvis. Um, okay, well, thanks for touching on that. Um, Yo, Wook. <laughs> <laughs> next, that honestly brings us to the Kirk Cousins trade and that subject. So basically, it comes down to this a trade with Carolina makes no sense. Mm-hmm. This is what I think. And by extension, a trade with Cleveland doesn't make any sense either. The reason is that if the Vikings, they stated their goal is to be competitive in 2022. So a deal with either of those teams would just be plain foolish. And in my opinion, let's not be fools. Well, and I read that Kevin O'Connell wants to build the team around him. So I'm a fan. As long as he doesn't get poached, then I mean, we can do that. And let's be real. We can't afford to lose him. So, yeah, for real. So um, I don't I hope he's not going anywhere. That's that's my take on that. All not right. ready. We're not done with him yet. Heck no. Keep him here. He looks good in purple. Hell yeah. Um, 
Phil Mickelson apologizes about his comments on Saudi Arabia, stating that um, he is taking a lot of time of self-reflection and growth, and he apologizes to anyone he offended. Good move on that. Um, original quote was, um, they are scary mother blanks to get involved with. Um, he was talking about their take on human rights and how he doesn't agree with how they always treat people. However, he uh, is using this time to apologize to anyone he has offended and self-reflect and grow from this experience. Phil Mickelson, we want to see you doing what you do best. Swing that cl- golf club, okay? Just stay on the links. Stay, stay quiet. <laughs> stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. Okay, so speaking of staying in your lane, I'm just kidding. This doesn't speak staying <laughs> in your lane at all. Um, but the Wolves are hoping that big crowds become more consistent in downtown Minneapolis. The Timberwolves, Woo! I know. So to help fill the seats for the next season, um, the chief operating officer, Ryan Tank, said the team is not raising season ticket prices for next season and will even be decreasing prices. I love a price decrease. Heck yeah. Inflation's up the yin yang decrease. It is way up. Mm -hmm. Inflation is deep in the yin yang. Mm -hmm. It knows parts of the yin yang that shouldn't be known. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Okay. Um, And so are we going to T-Wolves game soon? I think so. Let's invite the yin yang. So what he said is he (laughs) responded with saying that we think this is such an opportunity. We think it's a multi-year to build and to go and build back our fan base. We know that we've got a lot of excitement, but we know we've also got a lot of work to do. And I'm kind of I'm kind of in. Like, I I'm think in. this is fabulous. Hit us up for a collab. Let's go to Just some kidding. more games. <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely. I know this felt honestly like a like a promo ad right now. I know, right? I go it's to the Timberwolves, Timberwolves games. Yeah, they should sponsor us. I love their jersey revamp. They did a few Oh, my years. gosh. Love, love, love. Okay, should we pop some culture? Let's pop it. Let's pop it wide open. Do you want to go first or should I? I have a few extra of this one in this category. Mine are like so bland. You can go first. Okay. I've got, yeah, kind of a few. I just couldn't stop myself. Okay. Britney Spears signed with Simon & Schuster to do a tell-all book. Uh, It is a projected $15 million book deal, which is close to the average of people like Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. So I don't know if we're elevating Britney Spears to the level of a presidential status, but her book deal would agree to say so. Um, I'm the just elevation kind of speaks for itself. I know. You know what? Britney's about as unstable as politics and pandemics right now. So, so let's just um, speaking of that, though, <laughs> I am hoping she gets like a little bit emotionally, a little bit more emotionally stable before she goes about. You know, that's it. kind of because you don't want her to for. like write a tell all book and then 10 or 15 years later, look back and think, wow, I wish I were to better frame of mind when I wrote this. You know what I mean? Like because she's just so vulnerable and she's gone through so much in this amount of time. It's just a lot. I'm mainly concerned, too, about like who are the people helping her with this venture and like are they the best people to be in her life because i feel like that's been a big problem for her in the past yeah and i think she, i think it's she's just probably shell-shocked still right now and and Who going through be? all this yeah. yeah absolutely so you know i just wish her the best and you know hope that she doesn't yeah put anything out that she would regret absolutely okay Next one, Jen. So Tristan Thompson, like, tell me why the Kardashians are in our episode every single week. Because they're so good at staying relevant. It's unreal. It's they like, literally are. They're good at business. It's they're fine. good at being relevant. I don't know. It's You just makes... used my lip gloss without even asking me. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Get over it. 
Okay. So Tristan Thompson and fitness trainer Marley Marley Nichols um, gave birth to their son Theo. So this is this is the chick he cheated on her with. Yes. Oh, gross. This is kind of drama because the son's birth certificate surfaced. Also, can we stop normalizing a birth certificate surface of like a baby? Yeah. Why did, is that did even that happening? baby consent to that? Like, like exactly. What? Like why is that? Granted, okay. So maybe. Get, okay. Get to it. Get to it. Let's go. What's on the birth certificate? Well, in reality, Julie, I bet what happened is Marley probably paid TMZ and gave them that. I, I mean, hope she got a nice check, whatever. But, um, but uh, so essentially, the big news is that Tristan's name is not on the birth certificate. Oh. And so she explains that he was not present for the birth. So he is the biological father. I don't know. I haven't. Like, Maybe I don't he was know another if testing has session. been done. <laughs> I don't know if like testing's been done, you know, like um, paternal testing or whatever. But um, I think that's interesting that like she didn't put his name on the birth certificate. Yeah. But his last name is still Thompson. Interesting. Very interesting. And also like didn't know you could do that either. It's all just kind of weird. Okay. But yeah. Speaking of um, the Kardashians, Kanye... Kanye. Kanye is releasing his new album Donda 2 on his own streaming device. It is called a stem. So and it's $200. So theoretically, you can get Kanye's new album Donda 2 with about 10 tracks for a solid $200. Yep. Kanye. Like, why? Like, what? I just like, I don't know. At this point, you're just subjected to that album and whatever else you have to endure on that streaming device. Um, it just seems like the beginning of something that is not healthy. I just want to add on to that. Um, a I, brilliant idea. I will give him that. But what is he just going to have like a whole Kanye like cult? Well, I mean, <laughs> like well, I mean, of, stuff. I don't know how else to say it nicely. I mean, stuff has been leaked. Like the fact that he used Kim's monologue in his album. Kind of shady. Like, I don't know. Her uh, SNL monologue where she gross. talks about, like, I married the, like, best rapper in history and this and that. He's so and like And right I afterwards, can't. she says, like, I clearly, like, divorced him and clearly didn't marry him for money. And then, like, she insults his personality right after that. So he, like, just cut all that. I don't know. I just think that was shady. And, like, and parts of, like, if you're really going to be doing this platform and really committing your music to that private platform, why is so much of it being leaked? Well, what I think is... That's I, my confusion. I'm just going to be honest. Everything he does screams creepy cult stuff. Like, like the the manipulation he had with Julia Fox. The, you know, and I love that he's... Part of that is Julia Fox is a straight up idiot, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I mean, I think the church services, like, I love that he's honoring God and I fully respect that. But is he using himself... To honor, like, I just, I'm just it's always confusing. questioning. Everything is confusing. I'm always questioning the motive. It always feels like something else is behind it that's underlying and subliminal that I'm not being made tr- fully aware of. Like, it doesn't feel fully transparent what's happening. And I think that's what freaks me out about all of his stuff. It's like, what is really happening here? Like, and what all is he going to put on that STEM device? You know, like, obviously, the people who are going to buy it and pay the $200 are heavily devoted to him and and easily influenced and will believe what he says and so it's it's kind of like okay let me see who's all gonna full-on support me what else can i tell them to do you know and and it just is an, another way to a separate people 
And and B, it always kind of has me questioning the motive and what's going on. Or does Kanye just want us to get real deep? I don't know. Because that's I don't what know. we're doing it, right now. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Let me. Yeah. Sorry. It's too okay. much. Too much. Sorry. It's okay. I also feel bad that like I feel like we also didn't have like any empathy for. I get it that Marley Nichols, like I get it that she kind of legitimately had the child, but like poor Theo, like. I can't yeah, imagine no, like really not having a father at the birth. Like that is so sad. And the yeah. fact that he has all the resources to be there is also just so upsetting. And I don't want us to gloss over that. Like that's really, she is the woman, you know, she's birthing his child. And although he had the baby at, at the, you know, like expense of his relationship, it doesn't make the baby any different. And no, you know, he's that still, poor Marley. She just, she deserves respect as well. Mm-hmm. She deserves respect. You make a really good point. And like, and I think we both share empathy for her and the fact that like, I just, mm-hmm. I can't imagine that. That's so horrifying. So I, I hope people don't, you know, gloss over that. And yeah. I, I want everybody to know we didn't. Good um, point. Okay, next one, Jen. Yeah, okay. This is actually like- Sorry a, for getting so crazy yeah, with the Kanye. It just no, we're freaks getting, me out. I got deep with the Marley thing too. Jeez, the, the Kardashians- we're just, we're just swimming tonight. It's okay. We're in, the, okay. we're in the deep waters. So on a lighter note. Oh, yeah. Lindsay Lohan goes viral on TikTok for explaining how to actually say her name. Oh, well, let's hear it. We've how do you say it? We've been saying it wrong this whole time. <laughs> Lohan pronounces her own name as Lowen. 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 Instead Lowen. of Lohan. Like a W? Like as if it were spelt with a W. Yes. We learn something Lindsay new Lowen. every day. I like that. It's like low E N. Yeah, I like it. I like that a lot. Lindsay, Lindsay Lowen, not Lohan. Like we like have take me to the Zohan or whatever that show is. Actually, movie. yeah. So I love it. We learn something new every Lindsay day. Lowen. Thanks, Lindsay, for like. Thank you for enlightening us. us. I kind of like it a lot better. Not that I ever didn't like it, but it just me rolls too. off the tongue so much nice, so much nicer. Yeah. All right. Um, Tom Brady, his. 23 days of retirement were not enough. He is getting back into it. Uh, he's getting into the Hollywood scene. He plans to star and produce uh, his own show or movie called 80s for Brady. It's a football-themed road trip comedy starring four, um, which I would say legendary actresses, Jane Fonda. Oh, my gosh. Love it. Rita Moreno. Moreno. Sorry. <laughs> I just had words. Sally Field and Lily Tomlin. I'm so in. I'm like already in. I just need to hear that. And I'm so in. So wait, this is like his life. So it's inspired by a true story. Brady tells four best friends and New England Patriots fans who take a life changing trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see their quarterback hero, Tom Brady, play and the chaos that ensues as they navigate the wilds and biggest sporting event. So Tomlin, Fonda, Moreno, and Field will all play the like four best friends that take the trip that I'm he explains. I'm interested because these are some older like actors and actresses. I think it's super awesome. There's so some OGs, they, yeah, I love it. it's amazing. So they must all just be like besties, and you're like, you know what? Let's go see our favorite quarterback play in the 2017 Super Bowl, and then he must run into him in some sort of road trip saga. And it sounds like it's gonna be pretty funny. What I just love is like Tom Brady is just still going to be on our screen. Like, let's just lock it in. <laughs> like, can't get away from it. Can't get away. Yet. Like, <laughs> this time it's not a game. It's a movie. But I want to see it. I love all of those We're characters. Big. Jane yeah. Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Fans. Yeah. Huge. All day, I'm every stoked. Day. I'm just stoked. <laughs> okay. Hit your next one. Okay. So my next one is Sam Hunt files from divorce. Uh, files for divorce. 
Uh, this Loki, I'm not oh gonna lie, gosh, you guys, look it, at this. It kind of makes me happy because I think he's kind of hot. I like his music too. Um, oh, it disappeared. Okay, keep going. You can tell me what it was later. Um, <laughs> okay, but um, Sam Hunt is kind of hot. I love his music. I low key um, think Sam Hunt is hot too. Oh wow. Um, sorry. And you know more about this like divorce filing than I do. Um, so if you want to just like explain what you know, because I feel like I don't know as much, but I'm a Sam Hunt fan. Me too. So his whole album that was named after her hometown. So basically they were together and I think they've been together since like 2009 or something. And then that's they, a time they took wow. a stent away and that's where she lived in the hometown where he made a whole like apology album to her. <gasps> I've listened to like so many of those songs. Yes. Like drinking, like all of those. They were basically all to her and apologizing. They got back together, Such got a married. Country music thing However, to do. I know, right? I like she, she was basically the muse for a lot of his music. Oh my gosh, um, that's so cool. But now that they're getting divorced, uh, the house, it was like, so it basically, they are separated and it was said to be an unsafe environment. She's filed. So they broke, they separated and she filed within the same day. So she's also filing for alimony. And I think um, if they do that, if they have a kid, it's child support, unless I'm thinking of another divorce that's happening Yikes. where she's getting child support and really alimony. Ooh, I better fact check that one. I didn't read that they had kids when I, but a I might be thinking of a different it. high profile divorce, but um, it was mentioned to be a unsafe environment and they had a long standing relationship. So it's kind of sad. That's yikes for sure. Um, but kind of sounds like he got out and, you know, onto better things. His wife is pregnant right now. So she's oh. pregnant. That's what it is. Yes. So she's pregnant. So she's going to get child support and alimony with the divorce. Wow. Thank you, Cam. That is a sticky situation. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe some good music will come out of it. Well, and he's been, you know, he's been <laughs> adulterous. Like, there's been some long-standing infidelity for so long. <laughs> okay. Um. What is your next one, Jules? Oh, my gosh. What the actual fuck? Crazy. I just got invited to Cabo tomorrow. I need a minute. What the hell? <laughs> Someone was so I just got a message. Call me crazy. Don't ask questions. Want to come to Cabo tomorrow? Yeah, well, he's in Mexico. Just left. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, wild. All right. So on to other things. On to the um, next one. <laughs> Sean Penn is in Ukraine making a documentary about the Russia invasion. Um, which is considered to be a full out war. I, I love Sean Penn. I know. So I he's there. Have. So he's going to he's going to make a documentary <laughs> while he's there. So it's also considered to be a full out war. FYI, gas prices projected to rise by they Tuesday. Did. They already have risen, but they're supposed to be um, about near or above four dollars coming after next they Tuesday. rose to four now. No, they're like three. I got just it's got like gas. It's like three some three eighty nine. Well, when I did it, it was like three ninety nine. Whatever. Anyways, um, about we won't four. Get caught up in this about specifics. four next Tuesday, and by mid March, it might be up to five dollars. I was also researching. Everyone, the cheapest day of the week to get gas is Monday. So get your gas on Monday. Really? Listen to our podcast on the way. Fuel up. Pump your tires. It's the only way to do it, you guys. Do gas on Monday um, because this sounds like we're in for a long haul with this gas and this war and it's just not going to be pretty. 
Also, we just want to be there for like all of Ukraine right now. Sending a mm-hmm. bunch of love, sending a bunch of blessings to everybody we know over there. And just, yeah. Good luck, you. Good luck, Ukraine. Because like. Or just know we're thinking about you guys. Yeah. And hoping for the best. Okay, my next thing. Yeah. Good news. I Do mm-hmm. I have good news? I have, good, have news. good news. I have good news. Oh, I love this news. It's fabulous news. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, this is just a full-on blessing. Um, ben Stiller and his wife, Christine Taylor, are back together after almost five years apart, you guys. This is a triumph, if I know one. Wow. Taking five years off, that's a big jump. Sounds like and they're love just to me. getting back to it. And, you know, I don't think any of us could be happier. I love that. What's your next one, Jules? Um, okay, so Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway are the couple who are going to star in the um, new movie about the WeWork saga. Um, so it's called We Crashed. And so it's kind of about that. Uh, so WeWork was a $47 million um, business that crashed within like six weeks of hitting that $47 million or was it billion dollars? I don't know. And then it million, yeah, went down like crazy. Um, it went down $39 million. And so it's a movie based on that. I've got some more details here. Sounds epic. Um, so it was founded in 2010. WeWork was a initial public offering in 2019. And then due to investor concerns about the finances, that's what prompted Adam Newman, who was the CEO. And he was also kind of doing, speaking of cults, this is why cults are in my mind, because he would like, <laughs> he would like have these conventions and it was like, we work, we, we, we. And he would like, people reported he would come into meetings super high, hungover and like, just say that they're going to everyone's going to be millionaires and trillionaires. And he like related himself to God. And Ooh. he was like, I do look a lot like Jesus. And it's just no. like creepy, creepy that? stuff. Yeah. And I didn't know that all this WeWork stuff was going on. Like I had just seen the buildings. I no, kind of had no idea. I'd had an understanding that it, I just thought it was like a, a renting work environment. Right. Like you could pay to be a part of WeWork and and work there. More like of like for a logistical your, thing. For your startup career kind of thing. And it, I thought it was just more of like a cohesive space, but they were trying to sell a whole new working environment and a culture. And I remember someone, I was in the, an Uber with someone, we were driving by like the WeWork place in Uptown. This is pre-riots and everything. And they're like, oh my gosh, you know. I, was, I was this pre-COVID? This is pre-COVID. pre-COVID. Yeah, this is right before. So I remember this, it all like rings like, it flags to me because of this experience. So we were in an Uber and we're driving by and I was like, you know, oh, that we work like so-and-so works there. And they're like, yeah, well, she's about to lose her job next week. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, it's about to crash. Like it's you a had fraud. An inside scoop. Yeah. I had an inside scoop because someone had like heard from the investment side of things that people are pulling out. And then um, some bank in Japan kind of saved part of it. Obviously it's always a bank in Japan. And you know, Adam Newman, <laughs> Adam Newman was paid to step down. So don't worry, Adam Newman, although he's living in South America, um, it still has $750 million. That's, that's the way to go. Yeah. That's so, the way to go. Somebody just pay me to step down. It'll yeah. Pay me to step down. Okay. I'll step. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Don't like, I'll get out of your way. But anyways, so um, part of the makers of this movie, We Crashed, uh, were a p- heavy part of the office. So I'm kind love of wondering. It. And it, like being that it's in an office love space, it, it, like, is, are we going to get like a maybe new office oh show? Wouldn't that be awesome? I'm so in. But yeah. All right, Jen. That's all I have for my pop I also and culture. just want to normalize. Oh, we got to talk about the season two coming out. 
Right. We're going to hit that later. I just want to normalize the fact that the Office reboot is literally the only reboot we want. Oh, for a second, I thought you were going to tell me it's happening. I was like, like, oh, my God. Only reboot we we want and make it in the heat of covid like what i could write the script oh right my gosh now. i would love to see stanley working from home kevin i working would, from home making chili i would love i to would see, like love to see dwight that. like make everyone else wear a mask and him be like what you think i'm gonna mask up no no, no way. dwight trying to install wi-fi <laughs> on shroot farms 100 percent trying to zoom it <laughs> with, with with moose or what's his, what's what's the moose moose <laughs> Moe's would be like holding his laptop and he'd be like okay everybody Moe's would be holding the antenna on the roof in the middle of a storm Pam and Jim would just end up with like a million kids they'd be oh, like shoot yeah. and then Pam's like got a side hustle Etsy art business She's or something blogging. it's oh, fine yeah. oh what's Michael doing so um Michael's just trying to keep the gang together oh yeah 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 trying to keep everybody on the payroll oh uh, <laughs> okay. okay let's talk about bridgerton um well i was gonna talk about oh you the, still had another yeah, one I sorry another one. it's okay um i just wanted to normalize the fact that the office reboot is the only reboot we want and need okay we now need that it. that's established um the kardashian kool-aid i actively drink it's fine um Oh, this is huge. I can't yes. believe I forgot about this. And the Kardashians, <laughs> even though they were like, oh, keeping up with the Kardashians is over. Like, we're bidding it a do, whatever. Hulu actually bought the Kardashians, essentially, <laughs> after they were like, peace out, bravo. And so Hulu and Disney Plus, somehow, um, the Kardashians got permission to take it to Disney. Don't All know how right. that happened. All right. Um, but I, I just I still can't imagine the kardashians just weekly on disney plus i can't what? i can't like that it's just weird no to it's me. not right it's weird um i don't know i don't know if that means they're gonna show more of their kids like i don't get it i don't get oh, how that, that would be fun i would like to see uh, that i mean i think that's something everybody wants to see but it's also like i don't maybe maybe they'll change how the how it used to be i don't know i was a big fan of the show before but i just i didn't imagine we were it on, like, like of age channel. to understand it not like right in influential ages no, of our lives no like i loved watching it in college stuff like that yeah um but so i just cannot believe this i'm really excited and in the teaser it displays courtney and travis's engagement so it's going to be filled with like Courtney oh, Travis. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be filled with obviously Kylie's newest baby. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of stuff is guaranteed like in the season that I'm really excited about. We're going to see like more of the Kim, more of Kim's actual life, like personal and professional. Mm. I don't know if that means Pete will show up, but I kind of obviously, you know, Pete is thirsty to he's be so thirsty kardashian if he wasn't he wouldn't he's be acting like he's not chicks. but yeah. like come on he's so and thirsty. you know i love me some chris anything with chris i just I love chris i'm no. excited yeah. to see chris 1, chris on air percent. she's just a natural and she's so dynamic all right so the kardashians now own like every television platform so it's good fine. for them wow it's fine you know what we'll just sit and we'll soak it up yeah um all right so now for underrated overrated no let's do bridgerton oh that's right bridgerton okay let's hit bridgerton i would know that's why i was concerned i was like i don't want to forget about it i put it at the bottom new season of bridgerton Bridgerton. drops march 25th um so do you want to reveal the big news yeah so um the second season of bridgerton the cast has some old and new faces original cast members like jonathan bailey and phoebe denever 
Oh gosh, we're just gonna get crucified <laughs> again for that. saying these names wrong. Honestly, Yarvis. it's a hard one. Like she's also like a Netflix actress. Do we really yeah, care? No. Um, we'll reprise their roles. Simone Ashley is joining the cast as Kate Sharma and Anthony Bridgerton's new love interest. So, so Hadi Tadi's not missing, on it. There's a yeah. missing cast member. Um, so I think I might boycott it. A, I mean, he was the only reason we all watched it anyway. Yeah, let's be real. This is really unfortunate. He was smoking hot. Oh, geez. and yeah. man, yeah, that it's was just about I'm having a moment. Me. I don't know. Yeah, so big loss. Well, guess we're stuck waiting for, for the Alfie franchise. And Emily and Paris. I am all about Alfie. Team yeah. Alfie. Team Alfie. Take this as a green light to rewatch Emily in Paris season two. Yeah, yeah. Why watch Bridgerton season two? Let's just rewatch Emily. Let's in Paris. just all boycott it because they don't know a good cast when they have one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's hit our overrated. We're underrated. being like so harsh in this episode. I know. We kind of are spicy. Whatever. It's okay. We're just giving it to you guys hard. Yeah. Better be ready. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make a hard joke, but then I just was hard. Okay. <laughs> um. Knock on wood. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. Are you ready for your overrated, underrated? Yes. Um, I'll go first because I ha- I grabbed like a, a million. Why I know do you have so many. Well, because I couldn't think of any, and then I thought too many. So typical. Um, <laughs> we'll establish limits for the next one. Oh, whatever. <laughs> um, first one's first, Kanye. Kanye, sup, Kanye? Why do we? Why are we only gonna say it after seeing his documentary like that? Sup, it's yay. <laughs> You're doing like a Kanye voice now. I'm doing the Julia Fox impersonation of what she said when she first met Kanye. She goes, I'm pretty sure he just was like, I'm just smacking my lips, then pulling my hair. And she's like, I'm pretty sure he was just like, stop it. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I knew right there. Energy. Like, I just was addicted to his energy. And I'm just like. She did say that. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so Kanye. Um, Obviously overrated, especially right now. Like, I feel like I have definitely drank the Kanye juice as well. Give me the Kardashian Stronger juice. was my ringtone for a solid year. Yeah. Good life. Any time of day. I'll play it. I love it. Everything. Yes. His whole college like album. Like I was mm-hmm. so into all of it. Um, I Mad loved, respect to his hustle. Yeah. I love Kanye. But right now, not a big fan. He just has to stabilize his meds, his life choices. He's just got to do some. He's got to get he's shifting. Gotta stabilize. Yeah. Overrated at this moment in time. Agreed. Not saying he's overrated in general, but at this moment in time, we will revisit the yay subject. Yes, in good time. In good time. Okay, so my first one, I'm super excited about this one. Oreos. What are we thinking? Overrated, underrated? Are they double stuffed? Doesn't matter. It's all kind of Oreos. The holiday edition. The okay, everything. underrated. The Halloween, weird flavors. Halloween everything. Oreos are the goat. Love double stuffed. I love golden ones. I don't like the weird candy cane flavors, but I would say underrated. I would totally agree. I love Oreos. I also like like the like, I don't know if you've had these, like the fluffy ones. Those are super good. Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. They're bad. They're like a, a hostess. Oh, wait. Almost. Yeah, I have. Of course. So like good. the ones we get at the gas station. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love oh. it. I love it. I love the Christmas ones. Don't sleep on the red ones. No, but not the peppermint flavor ones or the candy cane or all those weird Ew, flavors. No, confetti just, is okay. Just the red colored. It ones. has to be double stuffed. Yeah. Um. But I said Oreos because it's actually I think Oreos. It's like a hundred year anniversary. One hundred and one. Hundred. It's like something I think that's like what that. You told me I don't earlier. know. 
That's awesome. We'll Incredible. fact check it. We'll Cheers fact check to it. Oreos. I am super proud of you. We'll keep you around. We'll fact check it. Yeah. Is it 100 or 101? I feel like we would have seen packages that said 100. Because like that would be so It's cute. 110. Oh, sheesh. So good for them. A whole decade after 100. Way to be a brand, man. Wow. Way to be a product. Shoot. Yeah. Love it. What Love a, it. You know it's quality. Always underrated. Okay. Yeah. Yours. Um, overrated, underrated. Speaking of facts, um, Home Depot has uh, increased sales by 40 million since 2018 due to home project renovations. Um, anyways, so flipping houses. Overrated. I agree. I just think too many people are doing it. Um, I feel like it's just, yeah. I just feel like, well, and especially right now with lumber being so expensive, I would not want to get my hands up in that. It's been this expensive, like, ever since it started, like, the COVID started, I feel like. Well, yeah, it was a part of the surges with some of that stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I would say flipping houses, um, overrated. I I just, yeah. I think projects are kind of fun here and there, selectively. Right. Some but a whole house projects. flip. Oh, yeah. Seems and intense. I wouldn't mind designing it. Just doing it would be a lot. I agree. Project by project. Okay, my next one. I think this should be an obvious answer. I just feel like we're all facing it. So it just came to mind when I came up with my group of items. Um, but negative temperatures. Um, obviously overrated. They freaking suck. Yeah, they're horrible. And we're all facing it right now. Is anyone going to like them? No. No. Ew, psychopaths. Okay, speaking of what we're facing upcoming with this weekend, live music. Um, Obviously underrated. <laughs> Love it. We're going to a concert on Saturday. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> top. Did we even talk about what we did last weekend? No, I think we forgot. We totally forgot. Whatever. It was fun. It was super fun. We had a good time. Cam had a great time. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, oh, is it, is it your turn or is it my turn? Live music was mine. Okay. Um, my last one is Real Housewives. We touched on our on our bitches last episode that we love so much. Um, Jules, what do you think? Am I think? ready? Underrated. I think they're incredible. Like the more we get into it, the more we love it. They At are first, so amazing. We only watched Beverly Hills in New York. Now we're up on Miami, New Jersey. Still just Beverly Hills in New York. I'm missing New York, but yeah. <laughs> I would say I think this is so we touch on Atlanta that you're just like this is like a wee thing when I started with Orange County in high school okay okay okay. are we talking to like I turned all my boyfriends I turned them all to the housewives (laughs) she turned me and I turned you oh my gosh yeah one time I've turned college roommates to the housewives I've done it all you guys (laughs) if you know me you'll probably be watching housewives (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you remember the time I visited Jenna for college or in college <laughs> one weekend? <laughs> and we it had was homecoming. It was homecoming and I'm visiting her and we obviously have like a full docket of things to do. But as we've mentioned before, we love to watch TV together and we were like, oh my gosh, we have an entire season of Housewives of New York. It was season 10 to get through in this mm-hmm. weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll let you take it from there. I'm distracted because you're so lousy. I'm holding it from when I did the Julian Fox impersonation oh, with her. Oh, You were in character. Yeah, right. I was in character. Okay. I've um, just been playing with it So since. we were at like a house party and we were about to leave. And then this guy that we were friends with yeah. was like, oh, shoot, guys. Like, can I just like hop in your your cab or whatever? And we were like, sure. Because <laughs> obviously my college town was too small. We didn't have Ubers. Um, And so we hop in the cab and he's like, oh, just drop me off at like my buddy's apartment. Like. I'll call him. He'll unlock it. We're like, okay, no problem. So he's like, just stay in the car just in case. And we're like, okay. 
So we try to drop him off. He cannot get into the apartment. <laughs> um, mind you, I'm living in a like college campus. Like I, my place is like a college campus apartment. Yeah. So her room very was small, like very, very small. Twin bed. Like you guys know the life. Yeah. Like Jed and I are sleeping in this extra long twin bed. So... So he essentially hops back in the cab and is like, uh, can I just stay like on your couch? And I'm like, sure, whatever. So he sleeps on the floor of Jenna's room and we're like, one thing. He well, we, he was supposed to sleep on the couch, but bro was like six seven. Yeah, yeah. So he was a like, basketball He like player. came to my room and is like, "Hey, sorry, like I can't fit on the couch." I'm so like, "Okay." We set him up on the floor. <laughs> we get it all cozy, and we're like, "By the way, um, I hope you're okay with us watching endless of hours of Real Housewives while we fall yeah. asleep." Like it's it's Housewives only in this room. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> he's um, like, "That's cool. I'm cool. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine." We like we talked about <laughs> we ran into him like a year or so later and just laughed about it. And he's like, "How are they doing?" The best no, the best was the text we got like the next morning. <laughs> so like we woke up and he was like gone like off my floor. We were like, "Oh, cool. You know, whatever. Let's finish where we left off." Yeah, and he texts <laughs> us and was like so funny. He was just like, "Oh, thanks so much for like letting me stay." And then he's just like those housewives are crazy like love <laughs> loved getting to know them and like literally and what's funny is he lives in the cities now and we run into him all the time and we'll literally like talk housewives with him it's hilarious it's so funny just from that one night he stayed on my floor like, thank you <laughs> thank you for enjoying housewives Thanks, with us. yeah so um um my take on that underrated obviously <laughs> underrated um, for life for life <laughs> oh my gosh i don't have anything as good as that let's just end it there we love you guys. This was amazing. Thank you for tuning in on this episode. Follow us, JJ Twins, double Z underscore on Instagram. JJ Twins. JJ Twins. We're trying to beef up our Twitter. So like, come retweet and follow. Twitter's hot right now. Hop on and rate Twitter. and review us. We appreciate it. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. Love you. See you next love time. you.